0: This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy reaching more farmers and farm leaders than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration capped off a holiday week with an announcement that drew frustration from the biofuel sector. On Friday, EPA announced a new set of proposed renewable volume obligations under the Renewable Fuel Standard. If realized, the proposal would result in a modest bump in the biofuel mandated to be blended into the nation's fuel supply, but there was no language included to reallocate biofuel gallons waived through small refinery exemptions. That's something that frustrates Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff
1: Cooper. The numbers don't mean anything unfortunately you know the numbers aren't worth the the paper they're they're written on because EPA continues to give out small refiner exemptions. They continue to thumb their nose at court orders uh, you know requiring that they restore lost demand and, and so we can't put any stock or faith in those numbers. They're virtually meaningless until EPA does something to address small refiner exemptions.
0: President Donald Trump had reportedly called for a look into the waivers after a recent trip to Iowa, giving Cooper some optimism.
1: We were very hopeful that EPA was going to address the small refiner exemptions in this proposal. They had a perfect opportunity to do that. We felt like the president heard us uh, on June 11th when he was in Iowa.
0: Now Cooper wonders what happened.
1: Either he didn't hear us or his EPA is not following through on his promise and commitment to farmers that he is going to uphold the integrity of the renewable fuel standard.
0: Oil interests say the courts have ruled EPA must award the waivers to small refineries who qualify for the relief and reallocating those gallons to already compliant refineries would be an undue burden. The deadline for input on a wildlife management decision is right around the corner. AgriPulse's Ben Nulli has more.
2: Western producers and environmentalists have just a few days left to offer comments on a U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service proposal to delist the gray wolf. FWS is proposing to delist the gray wolf from the Endangered Species Act based on species recovery since 2011. Ethan Lane with the Public Lands Council says numbers show the species has recovered but lawsuits keep getting in the way.
0: These are now court challenges that are really kind of based on minutia. We want to make sure that the agency has the the, the is empowered to use good data, good decision making and on the ground knowledge to make the best decision for the species and and a lot of times that's not federal management. A lot of times those state agencies have a lot more know-how on how to manage a species and giving them the authority to do that is in the best interest of that species as well as the producers that have to interact with it.
2: More than 100 scientists sent a letter in early May to Department of Interior Secretary David Bernhardt objecting to the delisting proposal. Wolf biologist John Vucetich says, quote, "...issues that arise in recovering wolves, such as concern over conflicts between wolves and livestock, are all quite manageable and wolves shouldn't be delisted because it's a politically expedient solution to these conflicts," end quote. According to FWS's website, the range-wide gray wolf population exceeds the combined recovery goals for the northern Rocky Mountains and western Great Lakes populations. The comment period ends Monday, July 15th. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Congress returns to Washington tomorrow
0: after a week out of town for the July 4th recess, and ag groups are resuming their efforts to call for action on the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement. The National Cattlemen's Beef Association and 39 of its state affiliates sent a letter to Capitol Hill today to call for swift ratification of the deal. The groups say they are pleased USMCA makes no major changes to the market access provisions that have made the U.S. beef and cattle industry a powerhouse in North America. The letter follows numerous other outreach efforts from food and ag groups calling for USMCA ratification. Three legislative weeks now separate the House from its August recess, and Speaker Nancy Pelosi has not announced plans to call up the agreement before then. That would push consideration into the fall, which will also be time to avoid a government shutdown at the end of September. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic, full-service, creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in
1: Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.